up, dog? What's up? Nah, bruh. Sure, as usual. Easy like Sunday morning. <laughs> Can you update your items, bruh? It's like two weeks in a row. Sunday morning. Hit us with a new one. What was your gym item? There was a gym item that you had. <laughs> I forgot. Hustle build up. Yeah. Hustle. Hustle turn up muscle build up. Hustle turn up muscle build up. Yeah. What's the new one? Hit us with the new one. That's the one. It's not like I plan these things. And that's the uh, thing. It just it must just come. It must uh, just come naturally, dog. I see, I see. Um, maybe this is a young foreshadowing. I don't, we're going to be talking about a little, quite a lot of coming on the podcast. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What it is? What, uh, what it is? What it do? What it is? Uh, welcome back. It's another week of uh, your favorite cheese boys, six foot weights. Uh, we are happy that you guys are back with us. Um, yeah, yeah, that's it, that's it, that's it. We can go straight into, into, into housekeeping. Um, let me see. Yeah, standard items. Firstly, an apology. Uh, Senna forgot to upload the podcast onto, <laughs> onto SoundCloud. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, I'm kidding. It was my fault, guys. Um, it, it was, we had a bit of a, a weird week um, last week. In terms of the way we normally do stuff, we recorded it a bit earlier. Um, so, like, my schedule got thrown off. Um, and really, everything's your fault, dog. Everything's your fault. Relax. The breathe. whole thing. Breathe. And more, you're the one who decided to have a birthday. Development don't have birthday. Real development don't have ah, birthday. Ah, 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 ah. Relax. It's my birthday. Relax. Like, come with birthday cakes bro oh that would be the best hey when like your parents show up or like give you uh not show up but they give, they'd give you like a yeah. birthday cake to go eat with your classmates Fam. funny story uh when i was in when i was in nursery school queen elizabeth uh, uh-huh. this happened the one the one time so it wasn't my birthday but i had birthday fomo uh so this is what happened right i'm born in april so in Zim, April school holidays. Mm-hmm. So what it meant is, I never ever got to celebrate my birthday at school. Every Me time too. it was my birthday, it was school holidays, and, and, and. Me so, too. Me too. So, yeah. uh, this one, did you, I was like four or five, so you can't even judge me for this, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like to my dad, uh, I want to celebrate my birthday at school. Yeah. And then he says, but it's not your birthday. I'm like, I don't care. Let's go buy a cake. <laughs> that I'll take ah, <laughs> So my dad had this thing when I was a kid where he, 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 so where our relationship was very weird. It's, mm. it's cool, but he, he's never raised his voice or hit me or anything in his okay. entire life. So, so when I was a kid, he'd usually just give in to whatever demand that I had. Yes. Mm-hmm. Slightly spoiled. Yeah. I know. Whatever. So I cried. And then we went to Baker's Inn in town. <laughs> and we bought the cake. Yeah. And I rocked up his... Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You cried. Like you cried actual tears? <laughs> yeah, tears. Ah, like it. Yeah. So anyways, 
Princess um, from Daywalk. But continue. Anyways, rock up at school. Uh, uh, to nursery school, they crash carrying a cake, and I'm yeah, like, yeah. Uh, "Hi, teacher, it's my birthday." Now my dad's not getting involved because he just dropped me off here, and he's done. Okay. I'm like, uh, "It's my birthday today. Uh, here's my cake." So now the teacher doesn't know what to do, and I remember clearly she was confused. There was a board that yeah. had all our birthdays on the wall, and you so she went there. to check. And she's like, but it's not your birthday. <laughs> but. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah, my God. So they went back. But I showed up. But it was some other kid's birthday. Oh. Yeah. That I kid know, didn't right? have a cake. He also had a cake. So oh, now okay. We celebrated both our birthdays one day. So, so, so teacher just said, you know what? It is what it is. It is what it is. What's she going to say? <laughs> not the cake. <laughs> ah, no, man. That's funny. Ah, that's funny. But you know, uh, that's one story teacher. that I look that I look back now. You know, like when you see a tweet that says, you ever think about how you acted with Dala and you cringe? Yeah. I think that's one where I think about and I'm like, what are you doing? Also, you were that. Like, it's not like you had, you were still young. It's not yeah, like yeah, you had missed fine. that many, you know, like, oh, I mean, had you done this primary school, I'd be like, all right, cool. They, you had some years under your belt. But like... Hey, same thing. <laughs> I'm exempt. I'm exempt. Aye, 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 aye. I mean, yeah, no. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? Um, we appreciate you for bringing a cake over. I think, nah, I wasn't. Did you go to Children's House as well? Or you were just Queen Elizabeth? Uh, Queen Elizabeth, but I go to children's house for daycare when I was not uh, at Milton. Ah, uh, okay. So I'd knock off at 1 or 12, mm-hmm. and then we'd walk to, to children's house the rest of the afternoon. Do okay. homework, play, and then boom. Yeah, because I know I started out at Queen Elizabeth, but I don't know how long I was there. Um, and then... I moved to children's house and then after that went on, went on to grade one. So like, I, I remember, I, I barely remember, uh, Queen Elizabeth, like barely, barely remember, but I remember children's house every Friday, they'd roll out these mats. Um, and like they would have these dope ass, Queen cakes, bro, with like frosting yeah, on the top. Yeah, I remember the queen cakes. Listen, fans, that was that was it. I remember that, um, and then I remember swimming lessons, like with the board and like just kicking. So like I remember we had this like white. All all our teachers were white, to be honest. Um, and she'd give me the board, and I was in the pool. Hey, wasn't her was name Miss White? Freezing. I don't remember, bro. I honestly don't remember the names. I just remember there was a queen. She was kind of large. Um, there was the large queen, yeah. I remember yeah, her. she was the one. She, was, who, she had a scooter as well. Yes, <laughs> yes. So like, um, yeah. So she, I remember being in the water with her, and she'd be like, "Kick Tarbo, kick," and I'd just kick <laughs> in the water, pop, 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 pop. <laughs> and I wouldn't be going anywhere, bro. But I, I was having the most fun. I think I don't even know, man. Like I was, I was such a kid, but yeah, no. Children's house, definitely. If you're in a children's house, um, yeah, yeah, you're. I, I already know that you're a dope individual. Wait, so then here's the thing. Well in life. You went to Queen Elizabeth. I didn't know you then. Mm. And then you went to children's house. Yeah. Didn't know you then as well. 
Yeah. And we only made it Whitestone. Yeah. That's that's just, that's, that's that's how life is, bro. I think that means you weren't cool as a kid. I think Roy went to yeah. children's house. Did you not? Like, I, and I know quite a few people that went to children's house. Oh no, I'm totally went to children's house. Really? He was there like for the whole two years, four, four and five. Okay. Yeah, no, there's plenty of cats. There's plenty of cats that, like, I, I, I guess I knew or, you know, who knows? Maybe we were even homies um, with certain people and I just don't remember. I, I, I just remember cupcakes. Can you see? <laughs> <laughs> Cupcake season, bro. Um, but anyway, uh, our, our famous tangents are, are just always that. Um, where was I? Right. Housekeeping. Uh, so apologies to the SoundCloud committee for your episode arriving late. Um, it was not on purpose this week. It will come on time. Don't worry. Uh, and yeah, any for anybody listening to this podcast for the first time, the uh, SoundCloud only gets the normal episodes that we release on all platforms. Uh, we release bonus content sometimes, most of the time, but sometimes we might not. Um, but when there is, we will release it, but only on the other platforms so your so your spotify's your apple podcast your google podcast castbox anywhere other any other platforms that you get your podcasts on except soundcloud because it's, it's a different thing on its own um so if you want to keep up with the podcast fully then you know get on those other platforms um and then also yeah bonus content this week is going to be pretty fun going to be featuring my little brother Wusang. uh he's very excited um so he were doing i saw this challenge on uh my dad posted this challenge on our family group where this girl um and her little sister are like based in the states so they were doing a challenge where the little sister kind of like has to define words in missing so like one of the words was like amayes and it's like oh what, what, what does that mean and the little sister had to guess right with her limited like what does it mean blah blah it was really funny so i was like huh okay i wonder how that would go with my little brother so uh, for this week's bonus content, it's going to be me and my little brother. Uh, hopefully, I know the meaning of the words because <laughs> that would be hella embarrassing if I don't. Uh, I know he doesn't. Well, you know what? I'm hoping, secretly deep down, I'm hoping he impresses me um, and does pretty well. So it, it, it's definitely going to be fun um, seeing how that goes. Um, and then, yeah, Thursday, Thursday. So you know what it is. IP stories, man. What's, what's, what's going on over there, Mr. Mo? Um, this week we're gonna. <clears throat> this week we're basically gonna go through the story of the World Cup song, the twenty ten World Cup theme song, uh, "Waka mm-hmm. Waka." It's time for Africa by Shakira. Yeah. So yeah, definitely go check that out. Um, and featuring freshly ground. Featuring freshly ground. Um, there's cool a whole story alert. behind that. <laughs> <laughs> and the reason why I also said I freshly ground is because. When the decision to uh, use Shakira as the voice for the World Cup was made by uh, SAFA, the African mm-hmm. Football Association, mm-hmm. what actually happened was um, a lot of South African artists, rightfully so in my opinion, mm-hmm. felt that they were being intentionally pushed aside. Mm. Why couldn't an African artist, you know, voice the track? Yeah. Why couldn't there have been, you know, an, not even South African, African. You know, mm-hmm. you can get anyone on the continent. But they chose Shakira because they thought she has a bigger reach and a bigger audience. Makes sense. Um, no, it doesn't make Well, not to me, because ultimately the World Cup is the draw. The World Cup itself is a draw. 
You're not okay. gonna go watch it because Shakira's performing. You're gonna go watch whoever's performing. Okay, yeah. From I mean, Cup. I was just saying what makes sense is the Shakira is more popular than any South African artist. I guess that so. was what I was I guess saying. So. But anyways, um, there were protests or outrage. Should I put it that way? Mm-hmm. And then freshly grown literally stood up and they said well we understand why they chose shakira you know obviously because they've been chosen to feature in the song <laughs> like yeah we understand we understand why they chose shakira you know because for the you know the bigger global market she's truly an international artist and i was yeah. like mm, yes whatever cool alert it's fine <laughs> um yeah so in any event uh the song was released and then there was more outrage because turns out it was taken from a Cameroonian group called Zangalewa. Yes, I heard that. So basically the chorus was actually not stolen, but they sampled it. Mm. And Shakira and Cole tried to pass it off as if it's their own, which to be fair is is, is incorrect. So So yeah, definitely check out this week's... Not initially, no. Initially they just kept quiet. It was Question. only after media outlets in Africa and especially in Cameroon were like, wait, no, that song is the same as Zangalewa. Mm. In the end, Zangalewa turned out to be famous again because of it. Mm. But I think if you're going to do something like that, approach them first, ask for permission. They give you permission, settle whatever you need to settle and then record. Do you, um, do you think... Um... You know, uh, have you watched Beyonce's uh, visual album? Yeah, I've watched some of it, not the whole thing. So do you think that there's an IP story waiting there? Uh, or do you think like she do you think she is she was smart enough to give credit to everyone? Um Yeah, I think or you, or you skin people are gonna come up and be like, Ah this queen of no, yours. I think, I think Beyonce in particular is pro inclusion. So it's not like she went and did an African work outside mm. of Africa without giving credit and without using African artists or African acts. Um, I, think she, I think she's very careful in that regard. And also... Bruh, do you know that apparently she didn't even feature um, in Africa? Like when they... like there's, there's parts of the videos where she's like dancing with like a dance crew and stuff like that. Um, mm. Someone was telling me Wutikona, um, she was in the States. And in a green room or something. The yeah, and then the the other crew is in you know in SA and Ghana and Nigeria and Kenya and wherever, and then like <laughs> with technology they put it all together. That's just crazy. Which is cool. I mean, we're all working from home now, aren't we? Tobias <laughs> <laughs> was working from home. <laughs> I guess yeah yeah no, but it was yeah. I I couldn't tell to be honest. I heard it. I was like, I think I also from a cost perspective, it's easier than trying to assemble everyone in one place. True. Especially if you're trying to incorporate as many different cultures as possible. And locations. And locations, yeah. Okay. So, I think in that regard, I think in the age of social media especially, mm. people are now very careful not to do that. People now ask for permission and they they navigate spaces properly. Okay. Okay. But yeah, definitely go check this week's hashtag IP Thursday out. Um, it's interesting. I think a lot of people loved it. Uh, I think a lot of people like it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the one actually where I got a lot of requests. Yo, please look into this. Please look into that. Okay. So yeah, I eventually got around to it. Also, Mister Mister Moy, imagine. Wow, go on. Imagine if the World Cup was like 
next year or maybe like this year let's 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 go with this year and there was like no corona right imagine the the the, the opening or the the artist for the world cup being like gabza and pori that would be like that'd be fire bruh world cup song is in my piano ad that would be lit bruh yeah <laughs> that would be a hit for ages ah man that would there there i would be i'd honestly be pissed if they picked a non-south african artist if it was like this year and you've got like gubs and my to do their thing ah chief and remember that was the year um big nas had their feet on our necks but like ah but i mean yeah 2010 but like, i mean there's no way you can have a woman pinja <laughs> anchoring says who <laughs> that shit would be wild. That shit would be. Wild. I mean, I hey, mean, I'd be all for it. I'd be all for it. But I mean, like, I can I can think of at least ten artists right across the continent. Who I, would I, I, I would I would have Zahara. I'd have Zahara. Um, you know, give us a theme song for the World Cup. You know, yeah. I, she got the range for it. You Zahara, know, Zahara, you've won Chaga Chaga. I mean, she's on that Mama Africa tip. Mm. Um, and she's been on it for like thirty years. I mean, that's someone they could have considered. Um, they could have put you DJ, can look elsewhere on the DJ Cleo on the Adam, put him Ziggy Ziggy on the Adam, you know. <laughs> the white artists or, or the big DJs, you know, you have a DJ Spool there or whoever, whoever. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, it was a missed opportunity, I think, to propel African artists because yeah, ultimately the World Cup was meant to do that, propel the continent. Yeah, and when you're now bringing in, I think, R. Kelly and Alicia Keys, as well as. Um, they had a Black Eyed Peas, Alicia Keys, and R. Kelly mm. in the opening and closing ceremonies, and I was just there like, ugh. Yeah, no, really? that 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 definitely that's that's missing the boat. They're I already agree. famous; they don't need the platform. Yeah, yeah, trust me, I, and and they're expensive. You know, you could you could have saved some money. I I, I thought these mm. guys were corrupt. They could have chowed heavy sheets if FIFA goes right. He budget in music and dance is like you know five million dollars imagine how much r kelly black eyed peas shakira all these other owns cost versus you get up a cuesta and big nas and all these other, you can cover them all <laughs> in a million dollars and po- pocket another four million you know like this is why you need get zano owns in charge bro <laughs> put zano in charge of that item bro they'll right. show you they'll show you how to do this thing properly <laughs> zano would have charged it without calling in your <laughs> ah no zano would have been like ah, wiki wiki we are pano i would have been sorted the item out proper quick 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 but anyway um let's 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 get into... Oh, actually, yeah. IP stories uh, for Mr. Senna can be found on all platforms at Senna Misomoyo. Um, So whatever your favorable platform is, go ahead, take a look, retweet, share, like, you know, do what is necessary, interact. Um, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's, let's keep it moving, sir. Let's keep it moving. Um, so yeah, best thing of the week. My best thing of the week is... The, it's the NBA playoffs, man. My life matters again. After seven years without the playoffs, the Lakers are back in it. I am so excited. Although we lost game one. Um, the Lakers are the Man United of basketball. Yeah, yeah, basically, basically. We're looking for title number 17. So, yeah, we have the most. Ah, no, I think the Celtics have the most. I think Celtics have 17. Lakers have 16. Um, so we have 50% of all championships won 
the, us and the Celtics have 50% of all championships won in the NBA. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely the Man U. It's a, it's a Liverpool Man U situation with us and the Celtics. Um, so, okay. we, the way that you guys are entitled uh, as United fans is the same way I'm entitled as a Lakers fan. Because we've, we've historically had the greatest players. Historically, really down the line, NBA's best players have played for the Lakers. At one point or another, they've put on the purple and gold. Um, so, yeah, we went through a very, very... Kind of like Man United. We went through a very, very traumatic period where we were, you know, in soccer terms, in, you know, relegation team type of thing. But there's no relegation in the NBA. Um, so it was bad. It was once Kobe left, you know... Or actually, Kobe tore his, his, his Achilles. And I think he was like 33, 34 years old. And after that, yeah. he was never the same Kobe again. He played maybe another two years and he, he retired. Um, and obviously, Kobe is no longer with us. R.I.P. Kobe. Um, but yeah, it's been a tough year. It's, a, it's been a tough seven years for the Lakers. Uh, but we're back in the playoffs, man. We got LeBron James, Anthony Davis. Things are looking good. We're the number one seed in the West. Um, so yeah, it's been a bounce back year for the Lakers. But uh yeah, yeah, actually, no buts. Overall, playoffs are looking good. Life is nandy for me. It's great. But um, one thing that I wanted to bring to your attention is that... So you know how, like, uh, I think I mentioned it a couple weeks ago. The NBA yeah. right now is functioning in a bubble. So they're all in Orlando, Florida at the Disney Resort. Yeah. And so everything is going on. And no one is allowed in or out to unless with unless you've got like a valid excuse you know family tragedy type of thing and then with that you have yeah. to come back quarantine and then you know negative tests and there's a whole protocol so now basically they had uh 28 teams 22 teams that came in um to play mm-hmm. off the last eight games of the regular season and now the regular season is over and the playoffs have started so those teams got booted out right so in the playoffs is a total of 16 teams eight in the west eight in the east um and then those extra uh six teams right that were that that came with the 22 have been sent home so all of them and their training staff have been you know tuned to futsal so now nba has said right now that we have less people in the bubble because it's all about managing numbers um we are allowing wives and girlfriends they've set up a hotel because that is a disney resort so all of these facilities are in place um they're like we've set up a hotel for you know the wags so now my question is, uh, first question is like, do you do you think it's fair to the single NBA players? Uh, because obviously you wouldn't have a wife or a girlfriend. You're just single, but like you know, you still you still down for the cooch. Is it is it fair to them um, that they can't get anybody in? Because and it also, what if you're trying to? What if you've got a situation where you're just trying to tease someone, right? You're trying to smash like once. You know, maybe in a week or whatever. And, like, I'm not trying to have you over at the crib all the time. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of inconvenient. Unless it's your wife. I don't want you there all the time. You, you, like, do you get where I'm coming from, Mr. Moore? Like, don't you think that's unfair to the young brothers in the NBA? <clears throat> um, okay. Uh, let me say... <laughs> I'm I'm just glad you didn't go who. Ah <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyways, mm. my pause. Yeah, boba. Um. So it's basically like conjugal visits. 
Not 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 necessarily. Well, because your wife is not my question then becomes. Why can't these people then come and then go? Why why because no because it's a risk. The whole point of the bubble is for people not to leave. That's the whole point of it. Like we're we're trying to make sure that because what happens if if you come and a girl comes, you smash and then she goes back out into the streets. Does what she does. She she comes back and she catches COVID. You catch COVID now. Your team has COVID. You get what I mean. So you test her again. No, but Auntie Pilla, it's symptoms that show up after like even potentially after ten days. So Mm, it's a whole thing. So like what the NBA is trying to avoid is back and forth movement as much as they can. So try if your if your wife or your girlfriend is coming, she's staying. Okay. Or pagat to pagat. Pagat pagat. So then you have to do you have to make a calculated um you have to make a calculation or a calculated decision. Mm. Um you have to decide which okay. I want the stuff, but impasha that I'm going to import. <laughs> is it impasha that I am cool staying all the time? Is it a girl or a woman or a man that I will be comfortable chilling here with me whilst, you know? But like, it's not fair. My whole point is, it's not, why should I choose between cooch and basketball? When you don't have to choose. My whole career, I've had them both. You get whatever, like they've never had to choose. So the NBA is not saying don't invite anyone. So it's not like we're saying only invite someone when you have a girlfriend or a partner or whatever. Uh, the NBA has said, and this is from TM from what you said, the NBA has said you can invite anyone to come and stay with you for mm-hmm. whatever purposes, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But they can't leave. Yeah. What they have done is they have taken away fuckboy tendencies from the people. <laughs> <laughs> and that is what I feel like y'all are upset about. What did they have taken away the right of treating Abandonabandu like doormats, of treating <laughs> other people's children? This whole yeah. Hey, nobody's forcing them, bro. Get dressed listen, and go. Mm-mm. Listen, now you have to entertain them. Miguel. Who? Why? Why must I entertain Miguel when I don't want to? Like it's like without Corona, that would have never have happened. I come over to no. your place, we do what we need to do, and you did, mm. or oh, I did rather. You know, away games mm. are always the best, but now you can't even play any away games. Oh, that's games. the thing. That's the thing about COVID. COVID has encouraged and has promoted and has prioritized behaving properly <laughs> covid has forced a whole bunch of fat and sits that's what covid has done which is which is exactly what so so what the, what these guys are saying is it's either you're going to do it the proper way or not at all <laughs> which is basically what african parents do to us all the time really so people mustn't be mad <laughs> Nah, man. I they think this is barbaric. Said, I think it's either, barbaric. This, it's either this hand stays with you, yeah, and you take care of her. You make breakfast, or she takes care of you. She makes you breakfast and all the stuff, and you listen to her <laughs> complain and nag and all this ish. Or you don't get it at all, and now it's up to you to choose. But like which here, the shitty want. thing is, if I'm just there for the physical, and if she's just there for the physical, then she's sacrificing her life as well. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I it's like you've both made calculated risks, ah, calculated I, decisions, and of which most of the time, a chick will probably disagree and be like, "Nah, you know what? I've got stuff going on on the outside. I'd love to, but it's too much of a sacrifice." Now you you can't get cooch because you know it's just this, it's a big sacrifice. 
and yeah, NBA and then, players they can get from anywhere really <laughs> that's not the, but you see now you you're the one who's now advertising fuckboy tendencies yeah well, like no, me i'm not i'm not i'm not promoting it i'm just saying you know it is what it is but then here's here's another thing right so let's park that uh, issue number two there's three issues issue number two now becomes a mba is kind of like high school we all dated and fucked with the same girls so now <laughs> when you have them all in one hotel it's like a you know who i was messing with you know maybe last year or a couple of months ago is now messing with you know guy who's maybe on my team or another team and it's like oh so you here you know what I mean? Like, it's like, hey, like, there's, <laughs> there's a whole lot of drama that's going to happen off the court when, you know, a girl who's maybe ran through, let, let's go with, you know, two or three NBA players. It's like, uh-huh. it's some, a lot of awkward situations. And then what if she's like, ah, actually, you know, I, I actually prefer going back to said guy. What if it was a toxic relationship? Now you're in that space with that toxic ex of yours so it's, oh, it's, it sounds like a, a yeah. you know a feeling station podcast ready and waiting to pop off <laughs> i'm a chest pains chest pains for days exactly. and, and here's the thing that here's the thing that that's most likely to happen or more likely to happen uh-huh. when i tell you decide to bring some girl um to the bubble yes right you and she's not your girlfriend you just decided let me bring whoever because she's good times and she's fun times yeah and then someone who didn't invite a girl now eyes your arm and says, ah, listen, cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> Let's leave you see? this guy. Come play with the, with the fun boys. Come Sniper tendencies. And then what if you're a rotation exactly. player? What if you're a bench owned? And then one of if these N- superstars says, hey, if girl, come to... If NBA players are, nothing, are, are anything like CBC boys, trust me. NBA players are CBC boys that are rich. Let me put it that way. <laughs> so if NBA players are anything yeah. like that school on ill on old Esikotini Road in Mulawayo, then your is definitely, <laughs> definitely not safe. Nah, no, no, it's wild, bro. It's wild. Like this is what I'm saying. I'm hoping the reporters on the ground, there's someone who's doing some sort of podcast talking about this. This because I'm all in for this. I want to know, you know, I want to like know what's going on. Bro. Reality TV waiting to happen. Ah, brides popping off. There, there, there. Free content, bro. And then finally, um, problem three. Um, you know, in the spirit of, you know, uh, toxic masculinity or, or fuck boy. You have a wife. But then yeah. you want to bring the side. How, how are you going to, you know? So like these guys go on road trips. Yeah. So like, let's say the guy, mm-hmm. you know, ex players based in, 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 in Los Angeles. Right. And then mm-hmm. they go and they tomorrow night, they, they're playing a game in Boston. So what can you do? You can fly your side item. Ah, let's go to Boston. I'm in Boston for two days. You know, you go best to the item over there in Boston. That's the NBA lifestyle. You know, you can take your, your side item anyway. And then the, the fly remains where the fly remains at cap. But then now in the bubble, you know, she gets the email from Adam Silver, the commissioner saying, hey, wives. Y'all are welcome to come to the bubble. And then you two, mm-hmm. no, 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 wifey, Jack. You know what I mean? And then, like, now they're in a hotel where it's like you're now spotted going into room, you know, 201. And it's a girl that we know is not your wife who's staying in there. So, you see what I mean? Like, it's this bubble thing mm-hmm. is it's a problem. It's a very, very big problem, this one. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> I think to all married men, right? Yeah. I think in such a scenario, priority should be your wife. I think you can park the wild tendencies for a little bit. That sounds very, very sober of you and mature of you to say. But if there's one thing that I've learned, married men move wild. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's, I think it's not, it's not the same. Times are not the same as they've always been. Yeah. This is the opportunity to act right. I think you can park I'm a side chicks for a bit. You can you can chill with that for a little bit and just it's only for a few weeks, right? It's not like <laughs> they're spending the whole year there. Like it's only a few weeks. <laughs> Surely they can survive. Ah bruh, without, it's a lot, bro. From from August without, from yeah, from August, beginning of August to October. Yeah. If you go to the NBA yeah. finals. And that's what I'm saying. It's just two months of no cheating. Invite your Three. wife. See, this is why LeBron is acting wild here on social media. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. LeBron is a family man. That is a family man right there. Um, but yeah, nah. no, no, no. Bubble stories. Bubble stories. Um, I'm, I can't wait for them to come out. Um, celebrity drama is always funny because it's so dramatic. Unnecessarily so. Um, but yeah, I wanted to bring that to your attention. Because I think it's, it's a, it's a storyline that I'm going to be following. Uh, that's going to be very funny to me. But... Um, on a on a on a different note, my my half my half best thing of the week that I found out that I learned, you know the term itis, right? Um, itis being full to the extent where you want to fall asleep. Exactly, food coma. Itis yeah. is actually a racist term. I didn't know that. I was listening to a podcast. How? Because the full name itis is not the full name. Itis is half the name. The full name is nigger itis. For real? Yeah. So if you look it up, so I looked it up, I, 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 I didn't know. So what the, the hosts of the podcast were like kind of dancing around the topic, saying, oh, Itis is racist, but they didn't say the full name. So I'm like, ah, so what's the full name? So I, I Googled and I said, Itis, I, I, what did I say? I said, Itis racist. I think that's what I typed in. And then I, I saw yeah. an Urban Dictionary. The, the full name is Nigger Itis. So like, technically, it's a racist term. Because the full name is yeah, yeah, it's nigger-itis. So like black people, the whole thing is black people eat, eat, when black people eat a lot, they get the nigger-itis, which is they fall asleep. Whereas we all know any race, any person who eats too much gets a food coma. But that term specifically is nigger-itis. I'd be interested to know where it originated from. Ah, probably twilight. Probably. What, from, do you think it would be an extent where... And, and this is not to say that this is actually what happened, but I'm just like thinking from the top of my head. Do you think it's one of those things where they'll starve black people and then eventually give them food they'd eat so much they get full and fall asleep? <laughs> that's a lot. I, I have no clue. But that's extreme, bro. No, but I, I think I it, sounds, it sounds plausible, right? Eh, I don't know. I don't know. Like, honestly, you know what? It could. You never know. I mean, you can't put nothing past them. Um, you never know. You never know how it could it could have happened. Uh, but yeah, it was very interesting for me to learn that it, it was it's a, it's it's technically a racist uh, term depending on who's using it. Um, so like yeah. <laughs> anyway, that, that those were those two things were my my best things of the week. Uh, I believe you have a confession for the people, Mister Moy, as Listen, the best thing. It's of not the a. Week. It's not a confession, mm. right? Mm. It's more of an explanation. 
Okay. Okay, so earlier on this week, there's something that happened on the social medias. Earlier on this week, uh, you know Dr. Cindy Fancel, right? You follow her on Twitter? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But I'm sure you I don't follow her, but I know. So she, Okay, but anyway, she posted something about what's the naughtiest thing I've ever done or yeah. from my childhood, right? Or what were you the naughty kid? Something like that, right? Mm-hmm. And I quoted the tweet and I said, well, I wasn't the naughty kid, but I was the one that when the parents wanted to know the truth, the one they would interrogate because I, I, I'd crack easily, right? Weak. Not weak, but anyways. <laughs> Two, three, four people on the social medias yeah. then called me a snitch. Essentially, right? that's what you are. No. And let, me, let me actually tell a story about an example of when something like that happened. And you guys mm. will understand that it was out of my control. Right? So, mm. I was at my cousin Prof's house. I call him Prof. His name is Clement. But I call him Prof because he has a PhD now. So we all call him Prof. Okay. Uh, you've met Zora, right? Uh, you've met Prof. Yeah. So Prof... Do you went to college? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Prof... We're at Prof's house, all of us, because it was a thing. We'd go to one of our cabins, like, as as, as often school holidays. So we're at mm. his house, and there were these kids that used to provoke him all the time. Uh, silly, like, kids that would just make noise and their tease and whatever, right? So this mm. one day, all of us were chilling as a squad. Because the school holidays, the whole gang is there, right? Mm-hmm. So these kids start saying profanities, throwing profanities. And then one of us decided to go, long story short, beat up the one girl. <laughs> Wait, the what? Girl? The one, yeah, well, she, we were all young. So one of the kids <laughs> there was a girl. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Moy, it's color gender-based violence when opiates will cut up our first. I, you know when, when kids fight, right? <laughs> That's basically what it was. And I'm not sure, she must have been older than me. I'm not sure, maybe she was How, how old are you guys? She was probably our age. Uh, at that time, I think we were about eight. Okay. We were eight years old. We were eight years old. And Prof would have been 12. Prof is four years older than mm-hmm. me. So anyways, the... One of us went and beat up this girl, and then we all ran away. But we all knew the girl's father, yeah. because he lived across the road. Mm-hmm. And we knew that he was strict, and we knew that he had a tendency to be violent, if How? necessary. Yeah. So said girl uh, went and snitched, and told her parents, Obuti, look, these guys beat me up, blah, 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 mm-hmm. and, and, and. Okay. So then mother her mother comes to the house and she's like, No, look, uh something happened here. Um I'm not sure if the kids told you, but I think there was a fight mm-hmm. and my child got hurt. I think that's what happened from what yeah. I recall. Mm-hmm. Uh long story short, after the mother had gone, my and my aunt Prof's mother calls us in, all of us, lines us up and says, right, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> now, obviously, this woman's just been here and she's told the truth. Yeah. So this woman is not asking because she doesn't know what happened. 
She yeah. is now asking because she wants to see if we are liars on top mm-hmm. of being violent. Yeah. Right? So she goes through all of them and she knew to come to me last. And she's like, may I know who's going to tell me the truth? Ah. Uh, wait. And she goes, say, what happened? Now, I had two options, right? Mm-hmm. I could lie yeah. on top of being an accomplice to assault. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait, hold on. Accomplice, did you not weave the little girl? No, I didn't beat her up, but I was, I was watching. What did you do? <laughs> we were just standing there, like so only one of us beat her up. <laughs> yeah, and we all watched it. So it was a crime so by common purpose because we're all there, and it's not like, huh? Mob justice. No, I won't say. Yeah, it was it was basically mob justice, but only one of us, one of us. But who was doing the beating when I married? No, my other cousin Calvin. But story for another day. <laughs> uh, but we're all involved. That's the that's the the gist of it is we're all in, It's not like we discouraged him, right? Okay. <laughs> we were all annoyed <laughs> by this by this child by these kids. Uh-huh. It's frustrating. Um. So, anyways, I decided to tell the truth. I was like, okay, Mangane, since you're putting me on the spot here, this is what happened. <laughs> and I told the truth. Uh, not because of me, now I told geez. the truth of time, the snitch. Yes. No. Yes, you are. I'm not the snitch. Yes, you are. You snitched. <laughs> you literally snitch. snitched. <laughs> so now, what uh, is a snitch? What is a snitch? A, a snitch is someone who goes and tells or informs Yes. On people that are doing something illegal with the hope of getting something in return. I wasn't going to get anything in return. No. No, 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 no. Don't add that. That's not, that's not. Snitches, snitches don't always have incentive. Incentive is necessary. That, that, that's, that's snitching. You but I was also out going the down with them. It's not like I was, I was, I wasn't gonna be punished. Exactly. I, I hope, I hope you got the worst beating, cause the, honestly, you, because why are you snitching? I don't all snitch. Snitch. All of you guys are getting beaten anyway. Why snitch? No, it's not snitching. But it's then, snitching. why do we now have to be liars? Nah, on sir. top of being assaulters. Nah, 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 nah. You, 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 six, nine ass needs to leave. Because nah, this, <laughs> this, nah, 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 nah. Also, can Tekashi I just say I'm a terrible proud. liar? No, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a bad liar. Like, Mm-mm. I think I'm, I'm good at, so after that incident, right? And generally going forward with all my siblings, what would happen is whenever we get into trouble uh, or we do something naughty and we had any doubt that our mothers would come to us and then, you know, be on some who did this, they were very wise to keep me away from the interrogation because I'm, I'm terrible. I could lie, but then it would just be clear. Whatever, man. Which is something. All I know is that you and I are cheaters, boy. That's what I Anyway, lying is uncomfortable, dog. Like, it couldn't say I'm Kululumundu. Honesty will set you free. It's emancipating. Nah, fam. Don't try to get on your high horse right now. Listen, if I'm not we getting on my high did horse, something as a team, if we did something as a team, we yeah. go down as a team. But anyways, um, that's what happened. 
it's funny how I think I think as personally as individuals we've all grown so different. Like Prof used to be the naughty one when we were kids. Now he's got a PhD, and you talk to him, you think, oh, "Well, this man is wise." <laughs> <laughs> Not forgetting that he once tried to kill me. Um, okay. Sorry for another day. Maybe I should just tell it quickly. He tried to kill me when we were kids. Like actually. No, so, he, long story short, when I was about five, uh-huh. uh, they moved to Sunday. Was it because you snitched? No, 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 no. This was before the snitching incident. See, now I'm calling it the snitching incident. It's not the snitching incident. Because it is snitching. <laughs> <laughs> but when I was five, um, they moved to Sunning Hill. Sunning Hill is very hilly, right? Like, it's got hills and whatever mm. so i think they had just moved in or they'd moved in a, a couple of days a couple of weeks before i'm not i don't remember clearly but i had a bike that didn't have brakes and prof knew this but prof had a bike that had brakes <laughs> i already see where this is going <laughs> so there's a road um in sanding hill called onslow uh-huh. and it, it intersects with another road called Jollyon. But Onslow is very steep, right? Yeah. Very steep. So what happened is, uh, Prof rides down the steep hill with his bike. He brakes, he turns. Now, I'm four years younger than him. At the time, I'm five. Yeah. He's about nine. Uh-huh. Uh, and then, when he, once he gets down at the bottom of the hill, he says to me, Where are Pele? He denies this, by the way. <laughs> to this day, he denies this. <laughs> so I decide, ah, okay, older brother has spoken. Green light. Now. Yeah, so I go. Mawinyo uh, once. So <laughs> I go down. <laughs> now bike is picking up mad momentum and mad speed. Of crazy course. speed. <laughs> I can't break because usually how I break, uh, I stayed in What were you wearing on your feet? Flat. I think it was bare feet. Bare feet. Must have been bare feet. Woodville. So I lived in Woodville. Woodville is very flat, right? Yeah. I never actually needed brakes. What I'd do is I'd just jump off my bike and then come to a stop. And then like jog to a stop. (laughs) (laughs) Because my brakes were broken. My brakes have been broken for a minute. Cry, black Um, So the bike is picking up mad momentum and then I get to the end of the road. Mm. Now at the end of the road there's a ditch, a concrete ditch, you know, like Lapamanzaki Lako, no basically. And it's a T junction. So literally I can't go straight. I need yeah. to turn. Yeah. I try and turn, but the bike's going too fast to make a proper turn. Yeah. I hit a rock at the end of the road. Yay. And you bike flew. flips over. Yeah, bike flip over like I'm in some Leon Schuster movie and I land head first into the Ay-ya. ditch. Uh, luckily, there were thorns in the ditch, so I was cushioned by the thorns when I fell in. But uh, I landed on my head. These thorns didn't jump in? Uh, they may have hurt, but not that they cushioned the landing. Ah, okay. But I landed on my head and I, I still have a scar on my forehead to this day. It's very, you can't, you can barely see it. But yeah, if it wasn't for those thorns, we'd be singing a completely different tune. Langa lives. 
But anyways, Klopp tried to kill me. That's how he tried to kill me. Um, you guys should hit him up on social media, at Clem Zibu, and just ask him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> ah, no, that's wild. He'll deny it, but he knows the truth. We all know the truth. Okay. Okay. Uh, I mean, I once fell on a bush of... You know those thorns that, like, giraffes, that thorn tree that giraffes like to eat from? Yeah, I see it. I see yeah. It. So, uh, so like, they sometimes, like, grow flat, like, on the ground. Uh, we went on this, like, one school trip in grade 10, and we were playing American rugby, and I somehow, like, landed in a couple of those, and they, like, mostly it was, like, my... I landed on my side, so, like, all of my thigh... I think I had like 10 of those in me. Because you know those items are like long. They're like an inch long. So I had 10 of those in my thigh. And I, yeah. Hectic. Yeah, I know. It was wild, bro. It was wild. So it was, it was a whole story. Like, what is, this is how the Yob in my class pushed me into them. Because he says he claims he was being competitive. Um, <laughs> so I'm just glad that I, I, I landed on my side. Because it could have been other parts of me. And yay! Yeah, they could have been hectic. Um... But hey, I managed to pull a hun out of that whole experience that night. So, <laughs> you know, all's well that ends well. <laughs> but um, I remember showing up to crash the next morning in with the thing, with a bandage yeah. around my, my head. I thought you were a wolf. Ah, bro, I felt like I was coming out of a movie. <laughs> okay, Mr. Rambo. Moving right along. Uh, so, yeah. Based on the good, the really good, we got, we got really good feedback with that little uh, investment crash course last week. So uh, thank you to everybody that listened, shared, and stuff like that. Um, so hopefully um, everyone knows a little bit about investing and feels confident enough to at least do a little bit more research and start to plan for their future. Um, and it sounds weird when someone tells you that, you know, retirement is around the corner, but retirement really is around the corner and you ain't trying to work um you know all your life and fellas you know sugar daddy lifestyle try to fund that sugar daddy lifestyle you know um so that when you when you're old you're balling so anyway in that same spirit um senna was also going to do his own sort of like quick riff in terms of law because that is his expertise what do you think us commoners uh or young professionals need to know from a legal point of view mr moy so basically, it's it's not, you know, I, I can't possibly cover everything under the sun or every piece of legislation that's ever been released or every case that's ever been out there. Mm. But I can give you what I call a legal quick hits, you know, just something that I think most of us or most people that listen to this are young adults mm-hmm. um, trying to start their lives independently of their parents. Yeah. Um, so naturally, you're going to certain things that you're going to need to know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for me, I look at the first principle that I think is important for you to you know, someone who is about to do big things, enter into agreements and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> there's a Latin term. <laughs> there's a Latin term called pacta sunt servanda, right? Pacta who? In pacta sunt servanda. Pacta sunt it, servanda. Okay. It is the most important principle of all of contract law. Okay. It basically means, in short, you are bound by what you sign. Okay. In short. 
it's, it's very difficult to get out of agreements where you've actually put your signature on there, uh-huh. especially if you're a consenting adult of good mental capacity. There's nothing wrong with you. You're not sick. Mm. No one hold a gun to your head and you sign something. It's difficult to get out of that obligation. And the reason I say this is because <clears throat> one of my friends um, is currently working on a case Mm-hmm. Where someone got into a deal which he's now trying to get out of, but he signed. On the dotted line. He signed on a dotted line, everything was fine. Now, once you've signed, you are liable for what we call termination fees. Mm. And the reason why there's termination fees in most agreements is to protect people from just contracting with you willy nilly and wasting your time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is basically what happened to this guy. So. What I would caution always, um, read before you sign anything, mm-hmm. even if it's something that you consider mandane, but read it. If you're buying a car, read what the dealership is putting in front of you. If you're getting an insurance policy with Discovery, especially insurance policies, mm-hmm. I cannot stress this enough, uh, medical aid, that kind of a stuff, that kind of stuff, um, read it. And then before you sign, make sure that you know what you're committing to. There's nothing worse than you get into an accident and then insurance tells you, oh, we don't cover that. And then everyone's always surprised when insurance says, oh, yeah. we don't cover yep. that. <laughs> but it's literally always in the plan. It's always in the fine print. It's always in the document. So before you commit your signature to anything, always make sure that you're familiar with what you is you're doing. Always make sure that you know. Because Pacta Sun Savanta is not something that courts uh, very easily. So if you sign, courts will be like, Manja, what were you thinking? <laughs> you, what, was, what was the purpose? What was the goal? Hey. Um, the second thing I want to touch on, Tabo, is... Wait, wait, quick question. Um, mm-hmm. So with regards to, to, the, to the contracts. So like, contracts typically tend to be very long. Um, yeah. And like intentionally so yeah so is there is there my question is like is there like um like a a thing in law do you guys have you know how like when you write papers in academic in academia there's like mla citations where you know with the, okay the bibliography is going to be there you know references are going to be there and like you know whatever certain things are meant to be in certain places when it comes to contracts are there certain things with you if you say really on page two on every single contract that's where you know this is where the real information that you really need to pay attention to is. Or can can you, when you draw up a contract, can Senna literally put the sneaky shit wherever he wants to put it? Or is there structure to that? No, I can put the sneaky shit wherever. And I think that's the important bit. If you know that the sneaky issue in agreements comes at the end, mm. then most people will put it at the end because I know what he, Tabo started reading very, very passionately and very attentively at the beginning yeah then if i want to slip something in there i'll make it the bottom clause under the general stuff Mm. general clauses because you think that there's nothing there right yeah at times there's everything there everything might be in the general section that you know you don't consider to be serious so what's your recommendation when it comes to are you saying people must read the whole contract yes every every clause is binding it's not like Clause one is is, is binding. Then <laughs> by the time you reach to by the time you get to clause twenty, it's no longer binding. <laughs> I know, know. That, that one is just chill that. <laughs> okay, I, I read the first bit. Yeah. Every clause is binding. When you sign on the that's why the signature comes at the bottom. 
if if people put the signature at the top if they wanted to, mm. to but signature comes at the bottom for a reason. So the bottom because you've now read everything and you now accept. That's why with terms and conditions, you scroll through right through everything right down yeah. to the bottom. Yeah. That's when you click I accept. You don't mm. click I accept at the top. Yeah. But we still don't read it. <laughs> you should. You definitely should. Well, okay. that's just my opinion. Okay. All right. All right. Respect that. Mm. Anyways, uh, we'll move on to the second thing that I wanted to touch on. Tabo, do you know about insolvency? So know about what? Insolvency. What it means to be insolvent. Um, isn't that like Aula Mali? Or like you, you don't have access to like, you, you can't be liquid or something like that? You can't yeah, get liquid? Yeah, you're, you're illiquid in a way. Yeah. Um, and what's your understanding of insolvency in terms of like the consequences? Consequences? I have no clue mm-hmm. about what the consequences of that would be. Okay. Um, so to be insolvent, that's like um, a point in time where you can't pay your debts in time, right? Uh-huh. You can't pay your debts when they fault you. You're when you default. to keep up. Yeah, you're defaulting, but you can't. It's not just defaulting once, but then it's like, as your your debts are coming due, you're just unable to pay yeah. your creditors. Mm-hmm. Insolvency is when that happens. Uh, when you're considered insolvent, you cannot do a lot of things in life. Let me put it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, you actually have to become rehabilitated in order How? not to be declared an insolvent person. Or to be declared as solvent again it is an incredibly long process uh the term insolvency is meant and the reason why you become where you're declared insolvent is to protect other people so that you can't go around borrowing money from so it's like a a a, a mini like sex offenders list type of thing which you must now tell people that you know Mm. uh... and that's why whenever (laughs) you sign up for a job they always ask you and you always see that thing have you ever been insolvent? And if you have been insolvent, are you rehabilitated? Really? Yeah. So it's, 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 it's intense. It's intense like that. And you can't do a lot of things if you're considered insolvent. You could risk not getting a job. Um, borrowing money, obviously, you can't borrow any money from anywhere. Some people won't do business with you. There's a certain things that you can't do if you're an insolvent person. You should look it up. Definitely, definitely have a look. But I guess my general advice to you guys is just be careful when you borrow money. Just be careful at the stage in your life when, you know, I remember when I started working, um, mm-hmm. I got called by all the three leading banks in South Africa offering mm. me credit. And they don't hesitate. They're fast about it. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're like, yeah. Oh, so we see that you, you know, you recently started articles. We see that you recently started a job here. Uh, <laughs> can we offer you, you know, credit? And the, the it was a blessing in disguise. Um, at the time, I only had a temporary residency visa, which mm. allowed me to work. So I didn't have permanent residency in South Africa. Yeah. So they won't. They wouldn't give me credit on that basis. Mm-hmm. But imagine if I had an ID. It would have been late. Ah, dog. Ah, taken out credit card. Got enough debt. Because <laughs> <laughs> they call you. Literally, all these places, they call you and they're like, ah, you know. Here's and in essay, don't you kind of need 
uh debt to kind of you know be able to 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 get a car have a good credit record yeah you need to build credit right so like yeah, you have you to do. go into debt debt to build credit yeah you do need debt to build credit and to have a good you know credit record but at the end of the day um i'm not saying don't take out loans i'm not saying don't go to edgars and get you know those sneakers that you want on credit but just be careful because you know insolvency is not a nice thing um, yeah. Also, be careful not to take out debts on behalf of someone else. You know. Oh yeah. I've heard, I've heard people say, "Yo, I started working, and then boyfriend came and he said he needed a loan, and I gave it to him." Women be doing dizzy stuff, but we'll come to that later. Oh yes, um, that's definitely covered. Um, but yeah, I said, "Yeah, no, he needed a loan of twenty thousand." Then I went to the bank because I had credit, and I took out a loan, and then I gave it to him, and then never saw him again. There's so many of these stories that happen, and that could affect you. Um, also, when you get married, uh, it's it's not a nice feel because they once creditors are coming after your assets, mm-hmm. they don't come after your assets; they come after your partner's assets as well, which kinda allows me to touch into the next thing: <laughs> marriage. A lot of you guys are considering getting married. Mm-hmm. A lot of you guys are proposing. I know a lot of my friends that are engaged. Exciting times. What it do? Um, <laughs> exciting times. But it's also the time to actually sit and consider not only the rest of your life with the person you're going to be with, mm-hmm. but to consider the marital property regime that you're going to use, the marital property regime that you guys are going to pick out. Um, I only speak because I know the ones in South Africa. Um, and it's in most places in the world, really, to be honest, it's usually the same sort yeah. of thing. Mm-hmm. There's in community of property, which yeah. I would not recommend to anyone. Me neither. Out, out of community of property, mm-hmm. which I would recommend. And there's so, out of hold community on. of uh, property for those who with don't accrual. understand, yeah. um, what does in community mean? In community of property, what does that mean? In community of property means that everything that is yours is mine and what is mine is yours. Mm-hmm. Um, all the good as well as all of the bad. So all when people money divorce and people say, oh, she got half his shit or he got half her shit, is because they yeah. were in community of property. In community of property. Okay. Literally, that's how people take half your ish. Mm-hmm. That's in. Out is you are you. I am me. Yeah. I have my own ish. You have your own ish. Mm-hmm. When we break up or divorce, um, I keep what I came with. Yeah. You keep what you came with. And then um, the joint estate, the things we acquired together, mm-hmm. there's usually will be dealt with in terms of the anti-nuptial contract that you would have signed at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Always get a clever lawyer to draft that up for you when you're, getting, when you're about to get married. It will help you. Uh, not only when things go bad, but when things are also going well in the marriage and you may be thinking of, I don't know, getting a house and someone's credit record is better than the others. It might help you strategize in that regard. Um, And when one of you, or if one of you gets insolvent, Mm -hmm. they do not touch the other one's property because you're married out of the community of property. Very important. Especially if you know what you're getting married to a reckless spender, (laughs) <laughs> you know what you're getting married to someone who out here has debt. Yeah. And it's very unfortunate. Um, but if you're getting married to someone that has a, that got a student loan to study, 
the mm-hmm. moment you guys get married, that obligation to pay back the money falls on you as well. Yep, and or pay like owns this people who, worked, who 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 studied in the states, student loans that are easily touching a hundred thousand dollars, bro. That's that's USD. Then oh. you get married in comedia property, and that debt falls on you. Yeah, no, nah, bro. That's that, that's Imagine. not my destiny. That's not my destiny. But yeah, so just be careful of that. So that's out of Caribbean property. Um, without obviously, you get an anti-nuptial contract. You delineate the terms that you guys need, mm-hmm. uh, you and your partner, and then, you know, you can work from there. Then there's something called out of community of property with accrual. Mm-hmm. Um, out of community of property with accrual means what's yours is yours, what's mine is mine, except that what we acquire or what I acquire, what we both the acquire. Marriage. During the marriage, is split yeah. in half. Sounds fair, right? Yeah, yeah, that's standard. Um, that is actually meant to protect women, because what a lot of men would do mm-hmm. back in the days, because only the husband was working, mm. he'd get into an out of community property agreement with the wife, get this woman to come move in, mm. him, and he would help build the dream. I mean, she would help build the dream, build the yeah. legacy, have yeah. kids, mm-hmm. support the business, cook while he goes to work, all these yeah. things. Yeah. Um, and then if they ever split, what would she's then happen She's entitled is, to nothing. She's entitled to nothing. You go back if you were living in a very poor conditions when you married you, mm-hmm. you're most likely going back to those poor conditions. Um, so ultimately, at the end of the day, uh, with a crow is probably the most balanced system out of all of them. Question. Uh, especially if you... Um, sorry? Question. Yeah. So if... So if um you know my wife in this particular case has 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 a student loan and mm-hmm. her student loan is pre-marriage even if it's out of community with a with a cruise I'm not liable for her student loan if it's out of community with a cruise no you're not but then if she That's took a I'm loan right. within the marriage I'm liable mm-hmm. yeah okay You get it? Got it? Yeah. 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 So what's important with, with, with accrual, the accrual system is that before or after marriage, whichever one it is. Um, so it's important to just know that stuff. Um, you know, it's all good to have a fairy tale love. It's all good to have, you know, your Disney princess relationship. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's, it's also very important to be practical. Mm-hmm. to be balanced um there's a lot of people that guilt trip their partners when they suggest the idea of an anti-nuptial contract and they start saying oh so you think that our relationship will fail no they just it also helps when you're applying for a loan it helps with so many things practically yeah. speaking yeah you can dispose of your assets without seeking the permission of the other person at times it's in that way if you're married out of community of property but if it's in uh, it's a it's a whole lot more complex. I'm surprised a lot of people are still getting married in community of property nowadays. I yeah. do not recommend. Yeah. Um. Lastly, obviously, uh, I cannot stress this enough, but mm-hmm. we go through it every Thursday. If you have an idea, protect it. If you come <laughs> up with a business name, register your trademarks, register your patents, make sure that your copyright is protected. So must we uh, register six foot weights? 
Yeah, I think we're, I was actually thinking about that a few weeks ago. Just <laughs> tell the people that we've not done that. Otherwise, they'll yeah, ah, 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 let's edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, exactly. Something like that. Who knows? Maybe we'll start selling T-shirts and we'll become incredibly big. And then we want to commercialize. Yeah. Put it to someone else's has registered the name and we're in trouble. Yeah. So I cannot stress this enough. Protect your ideas. Protect your IP. Um, register registering a trademark costs minimal. It's not expensive, but it's also not cheap, especially if you're doing it through a good lawyer. Um, so yeah, definitely do all those things, and those are my legal quick hits table. Um, things that I think most young professionals should know. I probably left out a whole lot of stuff. I can't possibly cover everything, mm-hmm. um, but I'm I'm just trying to get it out there okay. for the people. No, that was that was that was great. That was great. Um, I got to actually ask questions that I was I was curious about. Um, so hopefully that helps somebody, um, a, a couple somebodies in terms of stuff that you need to be thinking about as a young professional. Obviously, if you guys still have questions, feel free to DM us on the account. Um, and what you guys can do is yeah, just send us a DM and be like, hey, could you guys do something on like this, this, and this? If it's law or finance. And then maybe, you know, in a couple of episodes, um, we can always readdress some of these things and be like, right, part two of Amalesin. You know what I mean? Because um, yeah. obviously what we want to do is if we can pool some of this knowledge where people can get it in a digestible way, in a quick way where it's like, all right, cool, I didn't even have to look for this stuff or I now know I need to look for certain things, that will definitely help. And, um, you know, it's part of what we want to do as a podcast. So I say Wonga, Imoyo. Um, until next time but anyway um, what do we have in the bag of Siazam before we wrap up cool 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 um, first one came in my whatsapp uh-huh. it's very interesting actually I want to hear your thoughts on this Mr. Maposa alright um, real quick before you go in uh, so guys you know what it is Siazam is um, the people segment so if you have anything that's kind of on your mind academic personnel cloth cloth you know whatever it is um you know dm the account dm us on twitter at six foot weights uh follow us on twitter and um you can ask or say whatever you want to say and then we will air your grievances live on the podcast and talk yeah. about it so fine yeah. enough last last week after we did um, that story about how hard it is for people to to do the things yeah um, yeah, yeah at home we got so many comments and responses from people but i'll never forget one who said with the abra of me from when i was 18 my hand was sleeping over at my house and my parents were there Bruh. i was just like yay then we had others that like taking risk that said abra me and my parents aren't here i Sneak my person in to give her the good good. I'm like, eh? <laughs> I mean, that that one is a that that's a risk that I've seen a lot of people take. That one is, you know, if they're out of town, you know, you could do that. Mm-hmm. But anyways, um, okay. So our first Yazama this week. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, want you guys' opinion? Okay. So a friend of mine was dating this girl so mm-hmm. obviously the guy who sent it to us is not the person involved it's just mm-hmm. you know someone who has a friend a friend and his girlfriend have been going out for three years and recently they broke up 
although the breakup was amicable, so they say, um, what has then transpired is that uh, the girlfriend then removed all of their pictures together from Instagram, mm-hmm. blocked him or unfollowed him, not sure which one it is. And then what has happened is Mugai is catching a pain because of that. So mm. he is hurt because he thinks that she's deleted the pictures because she wants to move on. The breakup was his suggestion. Although it was amicable, he is going through chest pains. He doesn't know what to do. Should he message her? Should he leave it? He's losing his mind. He's basically huh. thinking, oh, what is moving on? But is that what he wanted? There is, I guess it was one of those ways a recent breakup. And mm. so it's like, how isn't there, is there like a grace period? I think that's one of the questions. <laughs> is there a grace period to these things? Is there like a... <laughs> yeah. Is there a cooling down phase? Yeah. Like, you know, something like that. You want to close your period. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think, honestly speaking, our chief, or respect to the chick, bro. She ain't playing. She is efficient. So, <laughs> yeah, I know. I definitely shout out to 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 Ukel because yay, just with the swiftness. Okay, sharp. Thanks, and we keep it moving. Get but done. do you think there should be like a cooling off period with regards to pictures on social media, with regards to moving on? Um, nah, fam. Like, I think do, especially after do a you, breakup. If you're ready, if you're like, you know, hey, it is. I mm. mean, she probably did that because maybe she wasn't ready to leave the relationship and she's pissed. And she's just mm. like, I right, fuck you too then, you know? I like and how then, people always say the breakup was amicable. Usually the one saying that it was amicable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you ask the other person, they're probably if you ask like, the nah. other person, they'll be like, ah, chief, me, I'm going, yeah. I, I'm going through things. Honestly. Um, because yeah, also, so what, usually you, what are you supposed to do? to justify. What are you supposed to do? If someone says, hey, bro, I mean, I'm trying to break up with you, like, you know, you've got pride and shit. Like, oh, sharp. You know, so <laughs> you, you, you can't give them the satisfaction of knowing that they broke you. Yeah, I'd be like, okay, cool. Poker face and we move. So, like, regardless of how I feel on the inside. So, I think, nah, shout out to Ukel for, for making it swift. Um, and also, yeah, I'd say to the guy, our uh, chief, uh, be serious, bro. And you said you don't want. <laughs> so this 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 grace period, this wanting of a grace period, I think nah fam, that's weak. You keep it move. If you if you don't then, want the okay. hunt, you don't want the hunt. Yeah. But I think they, 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 there's two issues for me. So there's the first thing is the deleting of the posts, right? Mm-hmm. Should posts remain? Because I think the moment people break up, photos can go immediately. Yeah, right? photos can show. I think they can if it's if it's people. done done. I mean there's a lot of people that you know have this a one foot out the relationship type thing with ah no we yeah, broke so up and the then next week I think from together. social media they can go if you've broken up then they can go from social no if it's done if the relationship is done then ah you know what remove, I think they can go on delete. the moment with it's over control A delete yeah simple but then with with regards to moving on yeah do you think there's a grace period for that. I mean, here's the thing. Now we're talking about people's emotions. And when we talk about people's yeah. emotions, everybody has the right to heal the way that they believe they heal. So if for her, it's delete you out of my life, then it's mm-hmm. delete you out of my life. When uh, you cannot okay. be, especially being the instigator of the breakup, you cannot be the person that says, no, but you yeah. know, let's still be friends. Fuck that shit, bro. Yeah. 
you know? Like, it may not be that she's moving on, hey? Like, it, she may just be innocently deleting the picture so that she doesn't have to see a reminder of the relationship all the time. Yeah. Um, I, um, I was about to tell a personal story, then I held myself. Yeah. But... <laughs> Good man. Good man. <laughs> but yeah, that's what I'm saying with these things. It's It's... It's tricky, you know. I think ultimately if you instigated the breakup, I think you can't then come around and cry and say, I'm going through chest pains. Why is she deleting pictures? I think yeah. pictures can go. Literally the moment you say it's over, yeah. you get onto my social media, select all, delete. Control A, one tap. We don't even archive those yeah. shits, bro. Delete, even, delete, Even delete. moving on, like I think... Some people discourage moving on from one person to the next person or something like that. Um, at times, when the relationship ends for one person, someone's relationship would have already started a while before <laughs> they ended it with you. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, that was the first, I hope that answers the question. Um the second one is a is a scenario. You give a loan to a friend, say it's forty thousand dollars, right? Yeah. Two years ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but since then he has refused to pay it back, which has really affected your friendship. Okay. You've asked him. You <laughs> so you've asked him to pay you half and say, Okay, pay me twenty thousand and forget the rest because we'll have financial crisis. <laughs> and then he tells you what he can only pay fifteen thousand. Because that's all he has. Mm-hmm. You feel like, okay, I have no choice. Mm-hmm. I want cash flow. You give yeah. him the account details and then he sends $150,000 by mistake. <laughs> I thought you were going to say $150,000. I was going to be like, nah, fam. Okay, right, okay, so keep going. Obviously, man's wanted to send... Um, 15. 13, yeah, 15, and then he added an extra zero by mistake. But this is a man who's owed you $40,000. For before. two years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> two years. <laughs> I'm keeping the sheets. <laughs> You're keeping the sheets? All no, I'm them. keeping them. Uh, all of them. All of the, them. The entire 150. The entire 150, fam. Because and, and, basically, and, okay. The and I'm keeping are, it because you... you were stupid and you were and you were a liar. That's why. Those are the two okay. reasons why I'm keeping it. Because you you tried to hit me ten zero. So now I'm gonna show you what a proper ten zero looks like. But why not just take the full forty thousand that he owes you? No, 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 no. No, because you tried to emotionally emotionally manipulate me and also hurt my cash flow. That's 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 you know. Here's the thing: people that ask for money, yeah, they've got this thing of like, they guilt you into it. You know what I mean? Like sometimes you, maybe you have the money, but it's like you're not really trying to spend the money. Give them the money like that, and then they guilt you into it. Ah, hey, you know we've been chums for years and years and years, or whatever, right? And then you're like, I, I, you know what? I'm trying to be a good person, so let me lend you the money, and then I've inconvenienced myself by lending you because generally not generally speaking people aren't rich rich right so if i'm lending you money it's it's because i know you need it right i'm, I'm gonna inconvenience myself for you 
Then are you going to do this shit where I know you were sitting on racks? Ah, fam. Even if it's borrowed money. Let's say you went and you borrowed 40, 40 grand from like five people. I don't mm-hmm. care. If now five people are going to come banging down your door. Ah, I don't. That's not my problem, bro. No, I'd keep the sheets, delete your contact and keep it moving. Hectic. Hectic. Without even a um, second thought. There is a... This is now my advice to Mugai. I'd mm-hmm. say just take Imaliako, the one that was owed to you initially. Yeah. Um, and that's just for like practical reasons. I think, look, I, I get it. There, there's obviously the temptation you would keep the whole thing. Um, there's a very interesting legal concept called unjustified enrichment. So there's an instance where you've gained riches in an unjustifiable way. Someone's made a mistake and sent you money um, and something of that sort. Um, usually, in a situation like that, maybe it would qualify as unjustified enrichment because you haven't done. It's not like the person owed you one hundred and fifty thousand; they owed you forty thousand, and just by mistake, they've sent you this much. When mm-hmm. maybe now you can take the interest yako on top of it. But it reminds me of the story of I'm not sure if you know the Nasfas girl. Um, I don't know her name, but. What the student did, yeah. um, Nesfus basically sent her millions of rands by mistake. Oh, yes, 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 yes. I, I heard this one. <laughs> and I think it was about 14 million. Mm-hmm. 14 million rands. And then she just bawled out. Like, she spent money, she bought phones, she did the <laughs> most. And Nesfus is she, not taking Did she invest, court. though? Um, no, I think she'd already spent... How much did she spend? I think she spent about 800,000 rand in the first... How much was that? Over a period of three months, she spent about 810,000 rands. And then Nasfas mm. picked up on the mistake. And yeah. then they're like, hi, man. Can <laughs> no, we have this man. money back? Mm. Yeah. So it's a bit tricky now for her because I know she's been in and out of court because of this whole thing. But that's so you you, where... you say give back the money, take what you are owed. Yeah. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. And that's just I think for me, from a personal point of view, I'd love to keep the whole thing. But I think if that person were to go to court, you'd probably only be entitled to your forty thousand plus interest, or plus a little bit more, not the whole thing. Hey, you have hundred percent interest, two hundred percent interest, <laughs> rather. But anyway, what's the last item that you got? Uh, hold on, let me open the last one because it is on the side. Um, so the last one is basically with regards to educational system. It's an interesting sort of conversation that I think a lot of us um, need to have. Do you mm-hmm. think, that, in short, the question is, do you think there's anything wrong with our educational system in Zimbabwe, especially, um, or on the continent, especially for you, Tabo, who studied um, outside of Zim, and then you, you know, you went to Ethiopia, yeah, and then especially to, I guess, to me, because I didn't do ZimSec, I did um, Cambridge, yeah, um, and it it comes from this video. I'm not sure if you've seen it. It's this video mm. online that goes on to say which they were taught a lot of things at school which are un necessary or irrelevant when you're going into the professional world. So, for example, the clip basically goes on to say, you know, why do we need to know 
the body parts of a locust or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, that that doesn't help. We're training people to regurgitate information that they're not going to use practically. And I just wanted to ask, do you think our educational system is okay? Do you think our educational system is designed in such a way that it keeps us as developing countries more than first world? And, you know, especially when you're looking at Zimsek versus Cambridge versus, you know, matric and other educational systems, Mm -hmm. do you think we still have a lot of work to do? Or do you think there's a lot that's wrong with it? Um, yeah, no, that's definitely a multi-layered conversation. And, you know, that's something that we could probably speak about at length on another episode. But the short version of my answer would be, um, I think, yeah, there is, I have problems with the education system. A couple that I'll highlight, um, would be, so the, the, the reference about the locust and stuff like that, I think that is um, relevant because some people in our class because when we learn a lot of that we're still kind of in our formative years right this is high school primary school stuff um and people the people who do go on to become like biologists or whatever in in uni right so this is where it's kind of like a liberal arts approach where we have to learn everything so we've got our natural sciences and then our social sciences and then you know your math your english and history and other things where you will start to figure out what is what are you attracted to what do you love so i think for you yeah it's irrelevant what the body parts or the anatomy of a locust is but there are one or two or three people in 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 your class who it's going to be relevant to right um so so i don't think in that aspect i think that's definitely something that i'd want to keep keep things as liberal as possible give everyone a lot of opportunities but i mean one of the examples in the video was who was Shaga's mother. Do we really need to know who Queen Nandi is? How did yeah, that, I think for for that's our that history. Affect? That's 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 the stuff we need to know. So but how all does of those details. I think you, if you want to be a history scholar, then definitely. But I nah, think it's something fam, that think, is taught at such okay, a basic so, so, level. Okay, so 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 you want to learn the, the the story of 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 Chaga, and then what's what, what's the difference? It's not like. You don't lose anything by 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 knowing that that his mother's name is Nandi. Like you don't lose but, anything. But, but what I'm saying, and the the example that I gave is, we go, and this is probably everyone who's gone through law school will agree with this. Some of us were seeing law for the first time at university, mm-hmm. which I think is unacceptable. If we're going to pride ourselves as nations as having good to decent educational systems. Mm-hmm. How does it work? I'm only, I only know Section 9 of the Constitution, the right to equality, when I get to university. Okay. I know about Section 10, my right to dignity. So why, why aren't we teaching stuff that, positive, that we can utilize on a day-to-day basis? You, for you, the, the Constitution is relevant, right? You have no, the attachment the to the Constitution. applies to everyone. It applies to everyone, but like it's like specific things. Like so, I learned about parts of the Zim Constitution because I was just, you know, ZRP was just pissing me off. But like, yeah. you know, it, it, I, I, I get what you're saying, but I think, um, at a high school and a primary school level, they're just basics, um, that you want to cover and keep it as liberal as possible. When you go into, you know, constitutional law, it's 
guess yeah sure you could you could I'm have not, a I'm course. not saying I'm not saying start teaching the kids um intellectual property law insolvency succession the the complex M&A that stuff no I'm just saying let's have a class in school where we learn about the constitution where we're tested on the constitution do you know the bill of rights um do you know that you have a right to life you know is the death penalty still allowed maybe that's okay. stuff that can because ultimately we get into society and then you're told ignorance of the law is not an excuse mm, because mm. you can never stand in front of a court and say your honor i didn't know what i was infringing on a trademark i didn't know what i'm not allowed to piss on the side of the road <laughs> even if you've never seen it in an act okay courts interpret it as you should know and for something that the law says you should know the fact that we don't teach it at all until you get to university and then only people that do law know it i don't know that's just a bit disappointing okay from that from that particular standpoint uh i i, I would agree with you um what i w- what what i was going to say is that i just think um especially from history as as african Af- as africans right living in african countries mm-hmm. i would want a much a much bigger emphasis when it comes to history let your you know the the, the course that i did that it was the diff, they were you could you could do standard level history and high level history right um yeah. and with standard level history it was like your your european history that was sl history right so we did like i was going to say world cup world war 1 um and you know parts of world war 2 and you know other things and then if you did higher level history that's when african history came into it right so i would flip it i'd have standard level history be like african history and then higher level history include the european shit you know i i think we are the only people that are going to care about african history right as a continent as a people it's not on europeans abroad it's not on cambridge it's not on those other institu- educational boards to incorporate african history into it right and make it yeah. relevant it's on us to make it relevant it's on us to stress it when people go abroad and be like yeah all my life i've been learning african history what is this european mm-hmm. shit you know um have have and if they're really interested in history then have them do the higher level history where they can now start to explore european history chinese how can i know more about the chinese revolution katis i can i can tell you i'm a i'm a five year plan aga mao uh, mao zedong and how he failed i can tell you all that shit bro mm-hmm. But then start asking me about the the tribes in Kenya or West Africa. I I know nothing about West African history, the wars that they fought and stuff like that. Now I have to, you know, out outside of school, I now need to go and research that if I want to know. That's unacceptable, right? There's no way I should be knowing China's uh, uh, history and communism versus you know that Marxist ideology and blah 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 blah. It's I don't need that. I think cannot be the priority over African history, right? And yeah. some of the things that have been done in the continent. So that's where I think our educational system, the focus of it, um that's where I'd want things to definitely have a a a, a, a change. Okay, cuz I even, you know, stuff like programming, I'd even say, but obviously we don't have the infrastructure. Programming is coming in. Ubusang, Ubusang is is doing programming. Um and he's okay. still in high school. So that that's definitely something that's been factored yeah. into quite a few I think if we schools. improve infrastructure, that stuff can can improve. Exactly. As well. Exactly. Then infrastructure. Then I'd ask you change. then my next question to you would be, okay, given that you you left CBC, I think we're in form 3. 
Yeah. And then you got to finish high school in a, in Ethiopia in a different yeah. country, albeit it was probably an international school. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of quality of education, would you say that? How would you rank Zimbabwe? Because we pride ourselves as Zimbabweans. Yeah, our education system is is the best. It's good, mm-hmm. but I think with that comes a certain level of ignorance about education in other parts of the world. Um, and, and how good potentially that that might might have been. Um, how would you compare it? I think it, it it's different. It's different. It's hard to compare because I think it, I I found it to be a lot easier than what I was seeing in Zim, but I also found it to be a lot more wholesome, <laughs> um, and a lot more fulfilling in terms of what I I thought I'd be able to do. I think um the sort of the cambridge model is much more kind of what you think school is um whereas the the education that i have was much more liberal so i had opportunities to like um so the way that you we were taught they incorporated this model where you had to take the different types of you know um I don't know what to, what even to call it. There's different categories, right? So you had to have English, you had to have history or like humanities, um, you had to have sciences, you had to have social sciences, and you had to have like, you know, physical education, and then something like, you know, music or, you know, geo, that type of thing, right? So you had to fulfill these certain sort of departments in, in, in the education wheel. Like, no, there was no compromise. You couldn't be like, oh, I want to do all sciences, Right. Whereas um, with us, with our education system, you can narrow down. Like when you get to A level and you're picking three subjects, you can pick from what you passed in your O's and be like, right, this is going to be my focus. With us all the way to the end, it was still a broad thing. There were certain subjects that you could take um, and go into much deeper depth. Right. So it would be three. Three you could take at a higher level and the other three Uh you take at a standard level. But you had Uh to take all six at the end of the day. So I think okay. that type of education, um, I'm pro that type of education where you're not going to leave anything behind all the way until you graduate. And then in uni, you decide, right, I'm going to step into law or I'm going to step into this and that and whatever you want to step into and specialize in. Okay. Um, which, which, is, which is, a, I guess, in, in, a, in the broader context, kind of brings a bit of balance to the whole conversation um funny enough uh when a lot of zimbabweans leave zim i think a lot of us when we go to south africa to study yeah there's that attitude yobuti and i think robert mugabe and that's some of the effects of propaganda is that Wuti, your education is superior you guys are smarter than everyone else and then mm-hmm. i think we walk into that with with that belief and i think the big problem is for many years, um, why I would say that you know the Zimbabwean education system, when compared to South African education system, is that an advantage because there wasn't a lot of political interference for a mm. long time, and for the longest time, ZANU-PF have tampered with everything from land reform to this to teacher salaries, but they never played with the system too much. They kind mm. of kept it as it was, mm. and that's why Zimsek and Cambridge are. I wouldn't even say that one is better in terms of 
you know, quality of the qualification more than the other. Mm-hmm. I think they're similar, although there are certain subjects I I believe in ZIMSEC that are harder um, than Cambridge and certain Cambridge subjects that are harder than in ZIMSEC. I know maths, for example. A lot of people say ZIMSEC maths is a whole different beast. Yeah. Now, the problem then becomes when the integrity of your exams is called into question, which is what ZIMSEC struggled with for a few years. You can't have run an exam system where papers get lost yeah. or papers disappear or you hear results being not rigged but schools coming up coming up like kids these days are passing in ways which i never thought were possible mm. now back in our day you got uh 15 points you killed it nowadays these kids are going for my 20 points <laughs> it's insane yeah and that's because in some schools papers are getting leaked mm-hmm. um, and, and, and that sort of thing. And that's where the integrity of ZIMSEC is kind of now being called into question, not necessarily the quality. I think the quality is still up there with, with most exam systems in the world. Mm-hmm. And the one thing Zimbabwe has that matric in South Africa doesn't have is an extra year in high school. Yeah. So we get six years in high school, they get five. Mm-hmm. That's why when we get to university, we're more prepared yeah. and we are seem smarter um, especially in science subjects. I think Zimbabweans coasted in physics and maths and those things, mm. whereas a lot of South African students would struggle in that regard. Mm. And that's just because of political interference. I think, for the most part, the ANC wants, us to, wants it to appear as if pass rates are high, when in reality, they're you, know. not. you can't have 36% as a pass mark yeah. from a trip. So that it's not possible. Yeah, even though the universities are high quality, the metric qualification itself is just exactly. short of the benchmark. Not that South Africans are stupid. I think a lot of them are incredibly intelligent. Um, I just think they're being dealt a very poor hand by the leadership. Yep, um, I agree. I agree. But um, the, mm-hmm. just on a final point on this, um, I agree that a more liberal approach while you're still in school helps kind of foster a bigger overall um approach to education that's beneficial in the long term it kind of helps you think in a different way but practically speaking i think that leaves us falling short i think there's certain subjects that we should replace with something that's more relevant um but relevant for who relevant for everyone relevant for the the majority who who are you to um relevant for the majority let me say I mean, for example, you can do, I think there's some people that can still do divinity as an A-level subject in Zim. Okay. And I'm, I'm, I'm a bit, I have mixed feelings about that. Not a witty, people shouldn't be allowed to study religion or anything religious. But, but it's just a bit... How does that contribute to what you're going to study further? Unless you're going to be a pastor, but how many of us end up being pastors? I mean, it it, it, it makes sense to me. So, like, I, I just looked up the wheel, right? So, I did the IB program. Um, so, it's it's six different groups, right? So, group one becomes your, your language, right? So, li- language and literature. Group two is um, your foreign languages. So, you know, obviously, or whatever language that you're going to do, German, French, whatever, right? 
Group three now becomes your humanity. So econ, geography, politics, history, that type of thing. And then your sciences is group four, you know, so your natural sciences. Group five, maths. Yeah. Group six, the arts. So music, visual arts, theater, that yeah. type of thing. So that's out of out of the six, you take out of the three groups, you'd pick what you want to take at a high level. And then the other three would be taken at a standard level. And I think that model works because, yes, I hear you where you're coming from in terms of, yeah, this is important, this is not important, but people are different, you know? Um, one thing that I'm learning in life is that everyone is going in, in a bunch of different directions. And it's fun seeing, like, uh, especially, like, dudes from CBC doing different ass shit that we know at CBC Village. This was never anybody's plan, right? All of a sudden, owns on YouTube and doing all this other stuff that's hella different. And we never had that stage set, at least not um, in an acceptable way. It was kind of like people would make jokes or make fun about it and be like, ah, you can't do this or, you know, um, throw slurs at it. But then when you keep it liberal and you force everyone to touch everything, at least to a high school level, then it's like, I, you never know what, you know, what you might foster as an interest or a talent. And then at a university level, then you go and you do whatever you want to do. Okay. Okay. But, uh, yeah, so you, you went and turned this into a whole other topic. But anyway, uh, I, 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 I assume that when I, you had a whole agenda with this. Um, the last uh, <laughs> entry, uh, let me see, is a, a follower that says, right, I have observed something, especially something in Zim, especially in Bulawayo men. Um, apparently, they would get laid more if they just bought drinks and had the balls to approach. After living in other countries, for example, South Africa, the only reason why most uh, what the only reason uh, most of the girls know that other girl what no other yeah baguette. This is I think there's a punctual a punctual mistake here. Okay, the only reason why most of the girls I know who are Bulawayo girls sleep with foreigners is because they buy drinks and shell. And don't tell me about the economy. Men are always popping bottles in skies. Just stop being cheapskates and y'all can get laid. <laughs> so I guess this is advice to the gents. <laughs> stop being cheapskates and y'all will get that wop. That came from a very, very angry place. <laughs> ah, bruh. Hey, listen. Uh, like, like we said in the in the beginning, oh, you need wow. to get something off your chest. You get it off your chest, man. You get it off your chest. Uh, people must stop feeding the narrative what in development of your men in general. Bruh. If the shoe fits. <laughs> If the shoe fits, that's uh, all yeah. I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say. But um, yeah, no, it's 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 been a good one, uh, Mister Moy. I think we can leave it here. It's been a long one, but a good one. Yeah. All right, man. Uh, also, real quick before we get out of here, personal shout out uh to a a avid listener, uh part of the board of trustees of Six Foot Weights. Um, shout out to Bulela Kaba. Um, personal shout out. I told her that I'd, 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 I'd definitely shout her out 
uh, on this episode so there there's your shout out um and yeah with that mr moyo i'll catch you next week let us let us let us